Rebecca. Glitter. Glitter. This, all that jazz. Jazz hands. Skidoo. 23 skidoo. Skidoo. Jazz and liquor. Right up here is where I store the juice. Forgot about that. Anyway, Trash House Street. Trash House Street. Jamie Z. What's up? Summer edition. Summer edition. I guess edition. a lot of summer editions. July 1st. Actually, July 21st. Probably July 21st, yeah. Be, this is our Bastille Day episode, probably. Yeah. So what's new, Pikachu? Oh, nothing much. How are things? I've been having exciting adventures, folks. Cool. Looking for houses. Mm. Which there's nothing exciting about looking for houses. It's like getting hit in the dick. I guess. And you're holding the hand. But if, you had a, if I had a dick. Would you suck it? Or <laughs> Would blow you it? blow it? Blow it? Get off my tits. Get off my tits. Get off my tits. Foreshadowing. Yes. Anyway, folks, not much. I've been looking at houses for like forever, and I keep getting fucked out of houses. I had one Ooh, last you week. Getting fucked out of houses. Oh. I do. Yeah, I get fucked so hard I have to leave the house. <laughs> um. I was at, I was studying today with my friend Sarah. Mm-hmm. She was talking about someone that broke her their pelvis, and I was like, "Was it from fucking? <laughs> they fucking so hard." And she's like, "No, they fell." I'm like, "Fell from oh. fucking." Ah. <laughs> uh. Hold up. Oh, pause everybody. Hello? Alright, my little droogie woogs, we're back. And yeah, I got a call from my realtor. So we were talking about houses and getting hit in the deck. And uh, we went a little foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, basically, I one of the houses I've been on today, my realtor called to tell me there was no update. <laughs> um, supposedly, I'm in the running. Okay. Which doesn't mean that's shit. That's like a text. I don't know if that's a call. It's Did not. she text you? I think she knows that we're getting, she could. Unless because it's Sunday or something, or it's Saturday going into, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's frustrating. So, yeah, she basically, and, you know, more power to her. I mean, yeah, at least she's doing her job. I think she knows we're getting to the end of the line as far as houses go, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, Trash House Street. Jamie Z. Lusasa. And uh, so I was talking about houses. Mm -hmm. I had, um, last week, had to have an offer in by five Mm -hmm. of our very aggressive agent. I was filling out paperwork at Jamie's son's birthday party. And I did this on my phone, so no real idea what I was signing, because I can't read that small. It was like, baby's blood and your head of your penis. I mean, it could have been like a, like a confession to a triple homicide. <laughs> it, it turns out, as far as we can figure, is they didn't care about our offer. They were using it to leverage another offer. Which what is if the, it was like, Stranger Thing is my favorite series ever. It's You're not. Like, Lewis. That would not stand up because they'd be like, well, this is obviously a lie because it's no one's favorite series. And those kids are going to be old enough to fucking uh, run for public office by the Pretty time that next season comes. I think there comes. is a new season coming out soon. I'll watch it. I feel like I'll at like least it. one of those kids is going to be in the new Ghostbusters. Maybe. Which I don't yeah. think is a comedy. Yeah. I could care less. Yeah. Is it because you hate ghosts? No, I hate Busters. I was say, does Busters make you feel bad? Yeah, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Oh. Show me on the ghost where the Buster busted you. Oh, I can't. Oh. 
You don't want to know. Is it on? Is it on your dick if you had one? <laughs> Get off my tits. Yeah. So what's new with you, Jamie? What's new um, with you, know, you, Pikachu? Victor just turned seven. Mm -hmm. and we had a birthday party, which went fine. Um, we had a um, Danny's birthday party yesterday. She's twenty. Yeah. Um, which we played with baby ducks. Yeah. And they were adorable. Really about it. Oh, yeah. I've been watching Loki. Oh yeah, Loki. Up, yeah. Caught up. It's been very, very good. Yeah. They made a big deal that he says he like he kind of screwed around with a prince or something. Oh, when uh, female Loki Floki yeah goes, have you ever had any princesses or princes? And he's like, maybe both. Or he's like, yeah, maybe a couple from both. Or he's like, it's yeah. like it's so non like that's cool. Like I could mm -hmm. care less, but yeah. like the next, I thought it was a more of a big deal because on Facebook it was like Loki the bisexual. King of Mischief. It was like all this yeah. stuff. Because people either super praise it or super condemn it. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna lay some Norse mythology on you, Jamie, and you the audience. Okay. I'm gonna mansplain something to you. Okay. Mansplain. Like possibly. That. I don't know. So Loki. Mm -hmm. God of mischief, Norse god of mischief. Yeah. At one point turned himself into a female horse and let himself get fucked by a male horse three nights in a row. <laughs> I don't think diddling a little wiener is going to phase the god of mischief. And I think the people who are making a big deal out of it may be a calm down. All right. Thank you for the mansplaining. The, um, this is our addendum. It's like, like when Bugs Bunny pretended to be a pretty girl. or uh, all, You mean all the time? See? When he when he pretended to be, what's the name of the lady? Rita Moran. Not Rita Moran. Was it Rita Moran? He was um, Carmen. Yes. Carmen Miranda. Miranda? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. okay. Among others, he was in drag all the time. Yeah, a lot. So Neil Gaiman, mm -hmm. who has a nickname we shall not use here in this 2021, mm -hmm. he wrote like his own like Norse mythology, Norse myth written in his own voice. There's another legend where Thor and Loki have to fight Utgard Loki. Mm. They have to go to this fucking frost giant who kidnaps... He takes some fucking apples or some bullshit like that, and they need the apples back because gods are fucking bored and lame. And before anyone says anything, he's like, I got this plane will dress as women. It's sort of portrayed as kind of like, that's just what he wants to do, and it's kind of funny, but um, got cornholed by a horse three times <laughs> on three nights. Do you have his, like, bookmarked? No, I just happened to know it. <laughs> okay, just wondering. Um... Yeah, it's on there. Um, so I made this sort of a, a mixtape. Oh, okay. And it's me reading that part of the story. It's just recorded. And then it's the the scene in Martha Marcy Marilyn where she pees herself. And then the scene where she climbs into bed with uh, Sarah Polly and the dude from Hannibal. And it's all looped together for an hour and a half. And that's hmm. what I... Oh, and every, every softcore porn scene from the Mass Effect trilogy. So that's like my, my mix. So if you want to look for merch, we're going to start offering merch here. <laughs> Lose tape for lovers. It's on mm. VHS. So I actually have to film, get a VHS camera mm. and film my computer monitor. You should. Be your TV. I do it and I, I, I swack to it. Okay. If cool. I had a dick, I'd blow <laughs> Would it. Would you blow it? I think so. So I have a, so. Guys, I do. I think so I have a dick. So I have a dick. Mm. Would you like to blow it? Would you know it? Um, blowing job. Blowing job. So I have mental health for, for school this semester. And every time I go over something, I'm like, I check off boxes for this. Yeah. 
So we're talking about schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about like paranoid delusions and like how like you think cameras are watching you all the time. And mm-hmm. I was like, but I thought, think sometimes they are watching me. And what? it's kind of true today. That uh, so yeah, is there really a paranoid delusion at this point? Yeah. So it, and then it was like talking about hygiene and how you don't shower a lot. And I was like, <laughs> which I'm fine now, but I, I might've checked off some boxes uh, uh, in my past. Mm. Yeah. Nah. You best not think too much about it. I, I try not to. We were talking about, ooh, speaking of schizophrenia. Do you want to just hop into the music? Let's just hop into the music. So I think we have a short porch tonight as far as music goes. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. So let me go. So plan and erase this. Cat bite. Okay, I forgot my notes. Mm. So you have to bear with me. And Luke doesn't have the best internet here for for me. Yes. Um, I go to wish list. So, Cat Bite is out of Philadelphia. Philly. It's a four-piece, and boot boot. Jeez, Mr. Popular. Yeah. And they're uh, like a pop. They're pop punk, ska punk, rock and roll band from Philly. They had a self-titled release demo out in what was it 2019 called Cat Bite. Mm. So I guess with the pandemic, they wanted to do something a little different. So. They came out a year later with Catlight, Yeehaw, Alt Country. Yeah. They they just pretty much re-recorded the that album into like a country album. Mm-hmm. I did not listen to that one. I did, but continue and I'll. And then it. a year later, which was then June, they came out with Cat Fight, mm-hmm. a hardcore rendition of Cat Bite. So when I first looked this up, this is what just popped up. I had no yeah. idea like the, the backstory of this. So when I first listened to it, I thought this was straight the album, which it is. And I actually like it a little better than the original album. Mm. So anyway, the one cool thing about this, um, it's a pay, pay for like what you want. And all the profits go to this organization called Hearts on a Wire. And it's a prison advocacy organization mm. that addresses the needs of transgender people, mostly people of color, in Pennsylvania pr- prisons. I did not know that. It was pretty cool. Um, and they said they're working on a second album uh, very shortly. So it starts off with Come On Baby, and you're kind of like, okay, it's kind of like this like pop punk rock and roll song. I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, I figure it was up both of our alleys. Like, I know you get like a lot of like the, the garagey girl group type stuff. Can't Give You Love was really cool. My One of my favorite songs is Anaphetamine the Light. Ah, uh, yes. Which was really cool. Um, I want to say her vocals... There's a couple times her vocals remind me of Kathleen Hanna and Exene from X. Yeah. It kind of fluctuates from there, but Anaphetamine, it's only 28 seconds. It's, like, really fast, but it's just, like, funny. And I believe there's, like, a cool vocals on that guy's yeah. too. Midnight Eyes is really good, a little harder. Um... And that's featuring Adam Davis. I'm not sure where he's from. Fun song, real quick. Already Gone. That might be where I felt like it almost could have been like a Julie Ruin song or something. Yeah, yeah. Sneaky Feelings, Six Seconds. And um, As You Will, I think that's more like garage punk. It ends with Scratch Me Up, which is a really fun song. Yeah, I, think I really it's like the that most, song a lot. catchy song on the album. Yeah. Scratch Me Up, Scratch Me Up. Yeah, I just thought this was like a fun little release. Um, it wasn't super long. I like that they're from Philly. So when I went back and listened to the original recording, it's very like power pop punk. Um, there's one song that reminds me of like if like an Amy Winehouse girl group kind of 60-esque type um, 
of song, but it's very Scott. They remind me of, um, almost like No Doubt a little bit, but it's just different. Um, but anyway, yeah, so they re-recorded it and they named it Cat Fight. And I like it. It's really cool. I th the money is going to a really cool organization. And I thought it was a fun thing to listen to in the summer. So Cat Fight, a hardcore version of Cat yeah. Fight. Uh, Adam Young was is in a band called Owl City, which I feel like I've oh, heard of. Owl yeah. City, yeah. Sounds... Founder and only constant member of All City, among other projects. And hmm. yeah, it sounds very familiar to me. Yeah, I can't... I encountered it somewhere and I can't figure out why. I'm not going to look at it now. It's just very interesting. Um, so, I like this album a lot. Yeah, it's just fun. Um, I listened to Cat Fight first. Mm -hmm. And I think it just totally works as a hardcore album. I think so, too. I have to go back and listen to Cat Bite. But I did listen to Cat Light. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the things is I don't know that it would have worked as well. If I had listened to Cat Light before I listened to Cat Fight. You might just kind of dismiss it or... Uh, maybe, but I'll never know because that genie is out of the bottle. Yeah, I thought it was like... A, yeah, it's good. Now, um, Amphetamine Surprise, whatever it is. Yeah, I forgot what it is. Is actually a longer song. Oh, really? As a country song. That's funny. I feel like. I think Scratch Me Up is a longer song on the hardcore one than the yeah. regular one. And so Scratch Me Up cool is how they, yeah. both versions, both the country version mm -hmm. and the western version. Ooh. And the, uh, yeah, the hardcore are really good. So, yeah, really good song. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to it right before you came over. It's a fun summer, summery mm -hmm. yeah. mix. So, Cat mm -hmm. Bite. Check them out. Check them out. Um, this, our next contestant, is old-time TSS alum, mm. King Gizzard in the Wizard Lizard. And this I is... What? I listened to the whole thing. Oh, well. If I, that's your whole review. I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, <laughs> I don't have any of my notes. So yeah. I forgot them. Uh, this is Butterfly 3000. It's their 18th album. Came out June 11th. Okay. This is the first off their own label, KGLW, which I was like, huh. And then the King, King Gizzard, Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. Yeah, yeah, I got that. This album was sort of expired, inspired by the band Animal Collective. I could see that. I like it Animal Collective. It is a very bright, synthy album. Lots of dweep dweeps. Uh, guitar is minimal for the most part. And the songs are sort of, they blend together almost seamlessly, mm -hmm. which gives this impression of a single, very long song. It's like they're thick, thick as a brick, almost. To be honest, so I listened to it when I was working out, it almost ran right into each other. To be That's the and first I, couple of it. times. It that's what it was like for me until I made an effort. I had to physically make an effort to listen to individual songs. But it flows, yeah, very good. It's very good background music, but very good to listen to. And like you said, it's so bright. It has so much energy. I agree. It's like, and it's all the way through. There's no like letting up, yeah. and it's not like relentless. I would mm -hmm. say, yeah. but there's just something about it. It's really like psych heavy and like. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. It's like. Uh, it's like psychedelic dream pop. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, both butterflies and dreams figure heavily into the the thematic. Okay. Overtones. Um, was I a man who dreamed he was a butterfly or a butterfly mm -hmm. who dreams he's a man? And because of the way the album is set up, I'm not necessarily going to review all the songs. I picked a couple of yeah. key ones to do. The butterfly song, what, the second song or is it the first song? I thought it was early on. So I'll read the ones again. Okay. I forgot. Okay. I mean, so it opens with Yours, which is head-boppingly fun, has a lot of energy. There's a harmonica into it with it. Pretty good drumming. Like I said, it's aggressive. It could be a good song to run to if my knee would let me run. That's it. Yeah, I have. A, I like boxing to it. It slows it down with Shanghai, which is much more laid back. It has all the pseudo-Asian 
Isn't uh, it like a Sith Lord? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because, one, it does not have the lyric, Boinking All Night, which I thought it did, but it didn't. It's something else. I was like, that's a pretty on the nose. And two, in sort of flow and cadence of the lyrics, very reminiscent of latter days gorillas. So not like the early stuff that like the you know most of time sort of to rush on. Like uh, like how they Clint Eastwood like the first two albums, yeah. but like stuff like the now now the newer stuff remind me a lot of that, and not blinking all night. Uh, we move ahead to Blue Morpho, which is much more traditional. Um, as far as a King Giz song, starts out slower, picks up it with a lot of urgency. Uh, Interior People, it's sort of about inner monologue, is a lot more jammy. Black Hot Soup is introspective, like on the nature of reality, which a lot of this album is, is sort of the fluidity of reality. And it ends, it's like 10 songs total. Yeah, it's like 45 uh, minutes. 45 minutes. Close to with Butterfly 3000. Which is sort of a love song that gets really nutty in the last 30 seconds with the drumming and the synth changes. It's a lot more 80s sci-fi soundtrack. And yeah, it's hard to describe because it's such a seamless album. It is really good, really exciting. I'll have a little more to say about this album. I guess we can segue into the next song. We're just doing... Yeah, we're just doing this in garbage. So to segue into this um, and segue into garbage. Garbage premiered on the Australian charts at number one. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Australia, like every album of Garbage has ever released has been top ten in Australia. It didn't premiere at number one, but it was, it, it was in the top ten. Top ten, I thought you told me. Number two was this album, Butterfly 3000. And of course, King Giz and the Liz Wiz is from Australia. I always forget that. And it's funny because the man, like, like instrument-wise, with the, like, sort of, like, the electronica of this album... Yeah. And this garbage album have, if not a lot in common, yeah, some DNA in common, which makes you wonder about what's big in the Australian scene. Who knows? Except I really like Crocodile the King Giz album, though. Like, yeah. As I said, like, I found it very entertaining. I, it almost is trance-like at times. Like, yeah, very, very, yeah. But when I didn't even think of Animal Collective, but I could totally see that. Um, I didn't until I read that, and I was like, oh, it makes sense. I have a couple of Animal Collective albums. I haven't really listened to them in a while, but yeah, I, I totally see it. But. And then... Um, they had another album come out like in January, LW, which I have not listened to. I keep forgetting. I like a backlog of albums. I just keep forgetting. They have about. a lot of stuff out yeah. too, so it's kind of hard. I'm gonna grab another NAB. All right, and I'm gonna pause this and do some quick editing because we are lagging behind. You folks won't notice that. All right, folks, we're back. Hopefully, we won't crash now because we did uh, some creative editing, and we'll see what happens. So. When last we left our heroes, Jamie was getting a beer. My N.A. beer. N.A. beer. I haven't drank since May 31st. Mm. Woohoo. Woo. And some... We were talking about King Gizzard. Now we're going to talk about... Some garbage. Garbage. Which I think I'm going to start a punk band called Garbage Wolves. Ah. The Garbage Wolves, <laughs> the yeah. The Garbage Wolves. That's like something that like a grandma would call like... I listened to that garbage... The song by the Garbage Wolves. <laughs> Those are called raccoons. <laughs> yeah, trash pandas. Trash pandas. All right, so Garbage is banned very near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. We've um, reviewed them a few handful of times. Yes, a few times. So they came out with a new one, um, mm-hmm. June something or other. June 11th, same June 11th. week as... No Gods, No Masters. And um, the... What 
album are they on? This is album seven. Okay. Which they've been around a long time to only have seven albums, That's but so I guess bad. they could... You don't want to saturate uh, it. Slater Kinney, who released an album the same day. Yeah. I thought, well, that was their tenth album. They yeah. premiered later, but it, whatever. Yeah, I think she'll like, try to do a solo, too. She tried to do a solo, like, which, yeah. Got shelves or... And, you know, they went on hiatus. They almost broke up at one point. Mm-hmm. And then they put out the Subjugated Violence album. <laughs> and but yes, no no gods, no masters. Yes. I thought it was fantastic. I loved it too. So No Gods, No Masters is off Stun Volume, which is... Whatever it says, yeah. They're wrong. It doesn't say anything there um, because it's the wrong So, one. like, yeah, they had the singles come out. Their singles were The Men Who Rule the World, which we reviewed. Yeah. And then I think it was Wolves, correct? Wolves, Garbage Wolves. But I had trouble trying to pre-order it. I ended up getting yeah. it off of Amazon. Like, I didn't do the greatest of searches, mm-hmm. but I thought it would be a little... I felt like it was a pain in the ass for me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but we did get it. Yes, um, exactly. I only have it on vinyl. I have it on vinyl, and I bought it uh, digitally. And the digital is different from the vinyl. There's a couple songs just in different placements. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And but. that came with the bonus stuff, right? Came with the bonus stuff. So we'll talk stuff. about that after. Okay. I probably own almost all the bonus stuff in one form or another. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Gnome Gods and Masters, which came out as we discussed, um, and it opens with the banger, uh, The Men Who Rule the World, which really sounds like it would have been a B-side on an earlier... I agree. Um, it kind of reminds me... They have like almost like a same formula, like Tell Me Where It Hurts. Like It's almost two songs in one. <clears throat> I really like this song. But I have the casino thing stuck in oh, my yeah, head. Oh, yeah, so it opens with, like, the, it drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it opens with, like, the casino, like, uh, slot machine. Mm-hmm. But it, it's catchy. It's a good song. Yeah, it really has, like, these really kind of weird riffs. And it's very catchy. I like to do this. Money, money, money. Every time that <laughs> lyrics is... And we did talk about it before. And as I said, I really appreciate that they add squid in there to rhyme it with kids. <laughs> At one point. And it's sort of like an indictment of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and dirty penises. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, if you, you had a penis, would you blow it? <laughs> would you... I'd show it. Show it. Maybe. Would it? Would you grow it? Ooh. In a Petri pot? Dish. <laughs> anyway. The Creeps. The Creeps. Creeps one is really my, good. Well, probably one of my favorite songs on the album. I really like it. It's a super wacky and wild ride. You feel like you're in a car that's about to careen off the road. Totally. Yep. That's very and, good. And yeah. I give myself the creeps, too. Yeah. So <laughs> it's sort of about self-doubt and self-sabotage. Yeah. But really, it's also about, as we talked about, when Shirley, I guess, tried to do her solo album and that experience and them just like shitting on her. Yeah, I could see and that. And there's a specific line about a, referencing a specific street in L.A., where I don't know if they were pushing the album part and then they just Maybe. killed her. I think she's also said that this has sort of existed in some form for years and she just never really worked out. I can see that. But Creeps is fun. It is very fun. And um, also it sounds like it could be a B-side or another album. But yeah. All these songs sound like B-sides. To, yeah. But like not on a bad one. Like the star yeah. of the B-side, mm-hmm. yeah. if that makes sense. And this is one of the ones that I feel like a lot of these songs, as you said, they're like two songs on one and towards the end it changes gears, which yeah, makes yeah. a lot of these songs work. Uh, Uncomfortable Me is... I like it. It's okay. I It's my least favorite song on the album. Uncomfortably me, uncomfortably pee, mm. I make a poo-poo, and I love yeah. a dog. And that's sort of about, again, self yeah, whatever. It's, um, you know. I, yeah, the more, it's one of those albums, the songs that I'm eh on, yeah. if I listen to them more than once or twice, I, they 
It'll eventually be they Jungle Song or Skip. Um, mm-hmm. um, Wolves? Wolves? It took me a little while, but I really, really like it. I like how she kind of, they dub her voices with, like, the monotone. Yeah. To, and her, like, you know, normal, like, singing mm-hmm. voice. It just works really well. But I, th- I really like it. This is another one I like. I love a lot. It sort of references that whole, like, if you have a black wolf and a white wolf in you, which one will win? And it's about a breakup, but it seems like she's the shitty person in the breakup, maybe. <laughs> she's always a shitty person. And there's, like, that line, we were drunk and we love attention. Yeah, yeah. We were young and we love attention. So it's really fun, good. And it has a video with wolves. With wolf wolves, wolves in it. Wolf wolves. And garbage wolves. Garbage wolves. Anonymous XXX. Oh, there are a lot of references to God in this album. A lot of them. Yeah, it just... Especially, um... And Wolves, it goes towards God, doesn't it? A lot it? of songs they mention... I noticed that as well. Does it have Our Kind of God is a Crazy Kind of yes, God? Yes, Our yeah, Kind of God, God is a Crazy... Which, you know, and I'm like, where'd that come from? Oh, especially because, you know, <laughs> Shirley Manson is a pretty avowed atheist. Yeah, yeah. But um, I noticed that too. I'm glad you brought, brought that but up. But that's something... I mean, that's you can't not notice it mm-hmm. if you listen long enough. Anonymous XXX... Eh. I mean... It's all right. It's sort of about what objectification or like shacking up with someone and not having an emotional mm. connection. It's a slower it's song. About I want to say fucking someone if you hit a dick, maybe. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of pick up towards the end and get a little weird? I want to say like yeah, I, okay. but not as much as some. This is another one. See, this is where mine. So on. So my vinyl's the same as Lou's, obviously, mm-hmm. but it goes from Wolves to Waiting for God to Godhead, and Godhead's such a strong song. Yeah. And then it's Anonymous XXX, so it's kind of like a. Mm-hmm. Uh, deflating song to me but it's not a bad song yeah. or anything but if I had to choose this is the one kind of if they had to cut one song it would be between Uncomfortable May and Anonymous XXX I could see and I don't know which one it, it almost reminds me like the trick is to keep breathing <sighs> back in the day I would not say I kind of was like eh, it was my skip song and yeah. then I appreciated it more the more I, I mean how many it. albums and this might be topic I think I have two possible topics coming out of this but first, like how many so, how many albums do you have that probably don't have a skip song? Pretty much all of them, you know what I mean, for yeah. the most part. Anyway, that might be something either what's yeah. your skip song, your favorite album, or some shit like that. It's a good idea. Of course, I came up with it. I'm a man. Hey, office lady. <laughs> um, Waiting for God is a very sad song. Yeah, it's more like the political, um, social outlook of today. Yeah. Um, but it's written very cleverly, and... Um, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good song. It's a good. I mean, I'm not gonna say much more about that. Yeah, um, yeah. She doesn't like beat it over the head. It's just like a heartfelt song mm-hmm. of like, dude, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Kind of. Um, but it's good. I mean, this so like two things sort that came out of the discussion of this album are one, all the social like being angry mm-hmm. and just being like sort of having an aggressively political album, mm-hmm. and the other one which doesn't completely relate to this, the songs on the album, but sort of the album itself is. The idea of being 90s famous and whether you can escape that legacy. I can see that, yeah. Which is also one of my favorite topics, like mm-hmm. the 90s. Well, they changed gears. I mean, garbage in the 90s was not political whatsoever, in my opinion, other than like with um, like femininity. That yeah, was I mean, they know. were really... But it's that weird thing where just, can you escape... Mm-hmm. It's a legacy that a lot of people didn't escape. That's another podcast for another time. Yeah, yeah. Side two. Godhead. The Nine Inch Nails song, in a way. It's the first thing I thought. I was like, Ooh. I was like if Garbage did a Nine Inch Nails song. Um, it's it's one of the stronger uh, songs on it. It's probably... It's, uh, it's definitely up there. Um, second or third. So I was telling Lou beforehand, I said, God, Godhead might be the cheesiest song at times, mm-hmm. and maybe the most 
awesome song at times. <laughs> and I think it's awesome. Guess what? I don't have reading glasses on right now, so I can't read it. So Godhead. Read the read the first verse of Godhead. Would you deceive me if I had a dick? Would you know it? Would you blow it? <laughs> if I had a dick, would you know it? If I had a dick, would you blow it? So she says it a lot. Yeah. And then she's like, um, where does she go? Oh, the chorus. Get off my tits. Is that on here? Yeah. I'm such a bitch. I'm get a terrorist. I'm a terror. Oh, yeah. Get off my tits at early noon. Get off my tits. Whatever it means. Call me a bitch. I'm a terrorist. Call me a bitch. I'm a terrorist. Anyway, as you, so, you might be like, this song sounds really awful, but, but it it's sounds really done good. really, really well. And yeah, like Lou hit, like I would have said the same thing. Like it's it, garbage was, is almost, I say, it, garbage nine inch nails mm -hmm. are going hand yeah. in hand here. It's like very, in, I wouldn't even say industrial, but it's this very, very synth, different type of synth yeah. heavy. It's really good. It's though. really hard. It's really crisp. Um, again, the lyric we've been alluding to, if I had a dick. We said it's the kind of thing that like said slightly different would seem cheesy and contextual, but it's said so like with so much venom. Yeah. That you're like, oh, you're like afraid to laugh. It's um, one of those songs when I first listened to it, I was like, what? Did she just say that? I want, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to tell a story. I once was in a meeting mm -hmm. where the CEO of the company said something to them. I'm trying to think what he said exactly, but it was. The FTA turned us down because they're a pack of lesbians and they can't take, they can't stand that I'm a real man. Now, it's it's horrible and sexist, wow. but he said it so sincerely, with such sin sincere anger, no one wanted to even breathe. That's so terrible. It was, it was terrible, but intent-wise, not intent-wise... But sort of as for an emotional resonance, that's what kind of, what they're going for, where it's something that's, you know, you're just afraid to, like, comment. Oh, yeah. Huh. What? Why do I have a non anonymous XXX there? I wonder if, hmm. Yeah, I told you, that's how. There might be something fucked up. So maybe, oh, I know why. I know why. Anyway. Oh, I listened to this album. Mm-hmm. When I was taking notes on the second half of the album, I listened to some of it on YouTube and not my vinyl. Uh, okay. So it was probably that version of the Rangers. Anyway, yeah, probably. very boring um, sidebar, but um, A Woman Destroyed? Um, I don't remember this, how the song goes, to be honest. It's kind of almost, it's very sinister and seductive almost. Okay. But it is about someone, about anger, being like, I think cheated on. And it's a very aggressive response where it's like, you better fucking lock your door. You better get a guard dog. Oh, okay. And that's the guard one. Dog. Yes, yes. And that's the one. A lot of dogs. A lot of, like, wolves, yeah, dogs. Yeah, wolves, dogs. Yeah. Gods. You know, God and dog. God and dog. God is just dog spelled back. And dogs. And, we're, and man is the master. Oh, my God. No. No master. <laughs> this is fucking horrible. It's like a weed episode without weed. I know, right? That's the one that towards the end it changes gears. It's like, there's a crooked man. Okay. But that's another one. It's about basically, it's a vengeance, fan, not fantasy, but sort of about vengeance. Another one where there's kind of so much venom in it, you're afraid to say anything. Um, Flipping the Bird, I remember really liking. Yeah, so Flipping the Bird, it, bird is inspired by a conversation she had with Liz Fair. Oh, really? And that's fun. It's like very 80s poppy in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it's sort of... That might be the most kind of different song, I want to say, on that yeah. set. Um, yeah, it has mm -hmm. that like 80s, like it's, yeah, mm -hmm. more... Poppy. It's almost. very poppy, and that you know, it's, it's sort of like smiling to the face, but secretly seething inside, because mm -hmm. you're you're flipping them the bird mentally, mm. and that's a fun one. That one kind of takes me by surprise, because it's 
it is. It's very different than the rest of the songs. And yeah. It's, it's like, oh. It's, it's kind of f- like, where should we fit this in? Oh, here. Yeah, it's like a fun song. Mm-hmm. Then we go, of course, into the... No Gods, No, no Masters. The title track, which is amazing. It's Amaze Balls, No Gods, No Masters. Mm-hmm. I said it'd be a very good final track in a song, except it's not the final track, but we're going to talk about this song a little more. Um, that's the one I talked about previously where it has... Yes, you're right. ...a very soft cell aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. It's just being free and... A- Another thing that's common is Peru, because a lot of this stuff is inspired by Peru. I want to say that song, I think you're right, because Garbage tends to have their albums end on a certain note. It's Mm kind of like maybe a glimmer of happiness, but it usually ends kind of depressingly. Yeah. Um, And I want to say that that I was like, this is what it probably should have ended on, I want to say. But But it also has like a good finality. Yeah. I literally was in the, like, I was out and about for most of this, so I'm not as prepared. Uh, We're both kind of. Yeah. It's all that dope we did. Yeah. It was, if I had a dick, um, would you blow it? What? Maybe Shirley's trying to tell us something. Oh, Uncomfortable Me mm-hmm. was apparently inspired by her being drunk on mezcal. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, or something weird. Anyway, so the so, no, gods and masters. Mm-hmm. Like it's really fun. It's energy and it's about you know, sort of being free in a post society. Um, and like I said, because the way it ends, it would be the perfect final track for the song. Except, uh, this city will kill me. Mm-hmm. Now, this city will kill me is about L.A. and I have very specific feelings about songs about L.A. and songs about yes. New York. I normally hate them. Mm-hmm. This song is super fucking depressing, and it starts out as like wonderful L.A. can be when you're young and you're there. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. And as you're there, like, the longer you're there, the worse it gets. And yeah. she's talking about, like, I thought of you because it, I know you don't like songs, like, about California yeah. in general. And I was like, Lou will like But usually song. it's about how great... So, yeah, most songs about L.A. are about how great it is to fucking live in L.A. Just like most songs about New York. No, it's more like a, L.A. Yeah. sucked the soul out of Yeah, me. and it's... um, But it's, like, in a very real sense because it's about her, I guess, like living in L.A., and how it just gets worse and worse, and, like, she makes a very point of talking about how it never rains in L.A., and this, She's like, only happy when it rains. <laughs> very meta, Jamie. Very <laughs> meta. And there's a song about, like, just sort of falling deeper into drugs, and, yeah, it's actually a very sad song, and so I kind of do appreciate it. It does have that flavor of, like, how Garbage ends most of their albums, mm-hmm. um, which I, I think, and this is going to lead into the second possible topic, which is on last songs specifically. Mm-hmm. Because I realized, like, at least doing back of the napkin math, I generally don't like the last song on any album I own. I don't know if that's 100% true. I might just be thinking of that. So that might be something like your least favorite last song. Or, or your some, favorite last song. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Things to think about. Very solid album. Awesome. Loved mm-hmm. it. I thought it was awesome. I think it was... Um just done really really well kind of like came out of left field for me i didn't know where they were going to go um yeah from their last album which was just so different like just hearing wolves mm-hmm. and um their other the men who ruled the world yeah. i was like okay i think they're going back to their original sound but it's not their original sound it's like this in between it's, uh, it's like their dark wave yeah yeah it's like there's a lot of like dark wave stuff on here um i think if Instead of doing beautiful garbage, they, this album was their third album. I could totally it'd make see a lot that. of sense. A lot of people, yeah, and that because it's the line that's drawn from G, self-titled, to 
Yeah. You could draw directly to this album. Yeah, I could see that. And because that. there's, you know, the Beautiful Garbage, which is its own thing, and then there's all that weird, yeah. that weird, all the experimental stuff, which I like a lot of it, but a lot of people, reviews, have said this is their second favorite album yeah. of Garbage. Um, I wouldn't say it's my second favorite album, but... What would you say? Like, so obviously, like, 2.0? 2.0, original, Garbage, Bleed Like Me. I would say not counting the B-Sides album. Yeah, sure. Bleed Like Me would probably be three. Yeah. One with like Man on a Wire, like what is that? Beloved Freaks, like. But I would say this could be. F- no, Man on a that's um. It's like the one that came out. It has before- Bad Boyfriend on it. No, or? that's um, Bleed Like Me. Um, Beloved Freaks. Had oh, by the way, Man on a Wire. We had this exact fucking conversation like a month ago. I, I know. Think could- I don't remember what it's called. Um, is it called <laughs> Yes Gods Sometimes Monsters? No. It's my fucking. Not your kind of people. Yes, not which. Yeah. And I really liked it, and that was, oh, God, was 2010. Yeah. So I would almost put this maybe after that. I don't know. It's still really good, and it's still really yeah. fresh. I got to think about I it. It might be a tie for fourth. I don't know. I got to listen to, like, through everything maybe again. Because um, there's some songs, like, like Not Your Kind of People, kind of blah. Like, yeah. like there's some songs that I skip over pretty quickly, but there's some songs that are really cool. Like, um, But this one kind of, like, just goes right into it. Anyway. Um, so the bonus. Mm-hmm. So... Which there were some versions of the vinyl that you got. I think the Record Red Day exclusive had that second disc. Oh, mm, uh, okay. I should have talked to Glenn. It's a collection of like stuff that's previously released. I have so the songs here. No Horses. I was like, Read God, it. Shirley is obsessed with fucking horses, man. She always has... You know who else is obsessed with horses? Uh, Loki. Loki. Or Justice Heiner. <laughs> Does the male horse go, I'm going to fuck this shit into you? Because <laughs> if they do butthole stuff... I don't know. Anyway... Um, Starman. Starman, which... Go ahead. Just read them off and off. Um, which is awesome. Girls Talk with Brody. Which, yeah, I have. So. Because the Night Cover. With the Screamales. Mm-hmm. On Fire. Have it. The Chemicals. Yep. Not the 10-inch Chemicals. Yeah. Destroying Angels, which is John Doe and Exe... But that was, I thought, the B-side of Chemicals, to be honest. I think it is. I have to look. Time Will Only Destroy... Time Will Destroy Everything. Which, yeah... So time just I, I have most of those so like um, girl talk girls talk girls talk I might so, have it on girls the talk, were they record store they yeah should? so I was okay. gonna say so here's the thing it's it's kind of funny girls talk the scream it the because the night or yeah. become the night where the fuck it is the chemicals mm-hmm. I have all is record door record store day exclusives that were given to me by you yeah for Christmas yeah. And No Horses was that weird... They just released it, kind of... Actually, I think they released it before... Oh, really? Um, Strange Little Birds, maybe? Maybe after. Hmm. But that was supposed to... i got to go listen to that one again, because supposedly that is a lot more... Shows you where they were heading to in this album. Um, Starman... I, they, I don't know if they recorded that as like a comp... On a comp or something. Not sure. Or the ghost. So, yeah, so I have most, most of what... The B-sides. Most of the B-sides. Like, I don't have Starman, but I don't know where Starman is. Time will destroy everything. I have somehow. I think I bought that... I think as a digital release. Maybe. Uh, I mean, I have so much weird shit. Like, I have Garbage doing a cover of Kylie Minogue. Um, I think I do, too, if you want to... Probably. Did I give it to you, or maybe I still have... I don't even know where it is. When she... The Garbage was originally on Howard Stern... In I like knew you the had 80, it like, like years in the nineties. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I still have it. I thought I. 
You gave it to me at one point. I thought they gave it back. Maybe. It's not a big deal. Because that's the one where they keep calling um, number one crush, I would die for you, and at one point someone has to correct. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, very good album. Very good. Um, It's funny. um, Not funny. So, Gurr. Mm-hmm. German band, um, which we reviewed. And Boy Toy. Both released limited edition vinyls of records. So I bought the Gurr, mm-hmm. which in my head. Uh, Nightleaf, I already own. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to start doubling yeah. up on pretty, pretty vinyls. Yeah, it depends on if you feel like mm-hmm. it or not. I just bought, um, so Seven Seconds, Kevin Seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, they re-released on Trust Records. The crew, yeah. which was like, it's almost, I think it's like the second time it's ever mm-hmm. been like repressed, so I ended up buying that today. Wow. It comes like it with this booklet and stuff, but I always like seven seconds. Mm. So that's what I bought today. Oh. Um, and the churches? Chiverches? Mm. Who had an album? I'm hot and cold with them. I'm not really, big, but uh, they released the song How Not to Drown featuring Robert Smith. Ah. I've been digging this one band. Uh, so new Quicksand. Heard a couple songs off it. Really mm-hmm. good. Really, um, yeah. very interested in it. And there's this other, like, post-hardcore band. Um, let me go back to my band camp. I just kind of stumbled upon it. I think it was, like, on No Echo, one of the websites I'll, I'll read. It's called Stand Still. Um, it's called Practice Practice and Patience. And I think it was, like, a name your own, or it was, like, two bucks or something. And it's five songs. And it's really good. It's like um, kind of a lot with like mental health and stuff. But it's got a cool like different sound. Um, and they're out of Long Island, but looking for something a little different. And along those lines, I would say check out Standstill. Maybe I'll review it next week or so, or in a couple weeks. Next time, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff coming out. Um, so stuff that is out, mm-hmm. at least for me. So Slater Kinney came out. Uh, Path of Wellness. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I might split that out as its own podcast. Okay. Because there's so much other shit, and there's like a whole, there's a whole conversation to have about that album, as to how it relates to their so career. Matthew might be a good person. Then Nick Cave and Warren Ellis, not Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Yeah, I their that. album came out. I got that. I've been partially into garbage so much, and I haven't. Had to, I've listened to it once. I really like it. I need to listen to it again. That one I might do. But I also want to do Juliana Hatfield. Yeah. Liz Fair had something to come out. I about that. There are like three or four bands that are about to have shit come out mm-hmm. that are new-new that I want to do, and Pokey Lafarge. It's it's weird, because I felt like a while I was stretching a little bit to find stuff, and now it's like that glut. It was last couple episodes, we were kind of like, eh. Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, a, you know, you had your standout that yeah. you wanted to listen to, and then it was kind of, like, just poking around yeah. trying to find stuff. And that's when you find mm-hmm. some cool stuff, though, too. But, um, you know, yeah. I hear you with a bunch of stuff coming out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Must be the summer. Yeah. The summer. And then my band's coming out with this uh, first. Garbage Wolves 2. Uh, it's called Horse Fucking Loki. <laughs> Loki Horse Fucker. Loki Lo- Lo- Horse Fuck E. <laughs> Ooh. And I'm sure he's been other animals. and just But all those gods were fucking, you know... Hedonistic. I had this picture from a Greek myth book, and it was like, it was like a, a piece of like romantic art, meaning romantic period, yeah. uh, romantic. I, I get it. And it was <laughs> some dame getting fucked by a swan as Zeus. Oh, okay. Because that's what they did, and you know, back then he was like, hey, hey, I'm a swan. I'm a swan. Zeus. Zeus, hey, what are you gonna do? Hey, I'm Vinny like swans, <laughs> Mr. Carter. I think we've done enough damage on this I one. I think so, too. Yeah. 
Wait, so, let's try to have a topic. So we have a couple possibilities. Mm-hmm. Since we will certainly record that podcast before you hear this podcast. I think time. maybe in two weeks. I have off. Well, how about this? How about this, Jamie? Okay. No, never mind. But I can't <laughs> guarantee that the last one's going to be released in time here. Yeah. So next one, we are going to... A couple of topics coming up. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. And until then... Excelsior! Did you redo? Did you redo? Did you redo? Bye bye. Bibbidi bobbidi bibbidi.